Yes, Uva Ball Raw USA with Dr. Uva Ball and Gary Otto. How are you, my friend? Good. So, Viva Las Vegas or what? You were you went to Las Vegas? Yeah, you know, I had a Las Vegas trip planned for a while and you know, the plane tickets cost $1500 and oh. then suddenly in the news reports that the fucking there are hackers that have attacked all the MGM casinos. And I was like, okay, I'm still going to go on the trip. And I go and like, everything's fucked up. Half the casino is closed because I guess they have control over the machines and they can cause the machines to spit out money. Wow. Yeah. So MGM like closed pretty much like half the resort machines. The check-in was pretty extensive. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know. I ended up going to the Wynn Casino mostly because they weren't affected by the hack. And I won, a, I won some money, you know, so it was pretty good. good. So what you played then? Uh, blackjack or what? Or roulette? Or what you played? I played a little bit of roulette. I played some blackjack. But I won most of my money on two things. Casino War. Have you ever played that? No. Casino war, like the dealer puts down a card, and if they put down an eight and you get a ten, then you win. So if your card beats the dealer's card, yeah. you automatically win. It's so easy. Very easy, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was great. I won like four hundred bucks. Oh, that is good. Yeah, and then the other one I won on was Wheel of Fortune, the slot machine. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I lost at roulette in the. I think it was in the MGM Grand. I was so an idiot. So I played, I had a good evening and I was up like five, six hundred bucks. And mostly in, in uh, blackjack. So then yeah. I passed the roulette table on the way to my room and it was seven times in a row red. Ah. So I saw it, right? And I felt like, fuck, it should be black now. So I did just for fun. 50 bucks on uh, uh, black and then yeah. red. So I doubled it, the old trick, right? A hundred bucks. Red, 200 bucks, red, 400 bucks, red, every single. And then I stopped playing because I didn't have more money. Uh, 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 and um, it was black. Man, but that sucks. I doubled it again. I would get it all back, but I didn't have enough uh, like cash on me and I had no chips left, whatever. So I, it was like, oh my fucking God, I'm so an idiot. I will never forget how I was in a room cursing myself out. Like, <laughs> what an idiot you are. Oh, God. No, yeah, okay. But that is, uh, that is Las Vegas, you know. But was it busy in Las Vegas or was it now also the tourists... Uh, we're not there, basically. Oh, there was a lot of people there. Yeah, there was a lot of people. Um, and I would say that there was a lot of pissed off people, too. Like, I saw some people screaming. You know, I saw some people being dramatic. I was fine, though. But uh, was there not also... Where was that flood? Vegas? It was somewhere else in, in Nevada. It was a huge flood. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, it must have not been in Vegas. It must have been somewhere else. I mean, it rained while we were there, but there was no flood. I saw it in the news. 
Uh, no, the Burning Man was flooded. Oh, the Burning Man, yeah. So yes. Burning Man is kind of like this thing where all the hipster people go out to every year in the middle of nowhere. It's in the middle of the desert. And they like dance and play and take drugs and take acid and act like retards, basically. But I heard that everybody's stuck there. <laughs> but then they... they uh... They were basically, so I'm reading it up here, Friday, September 1st, also in Las Vegas here. A cyclist rides through floodwaters near a stranded car Friday, September 1st in Las Vegas. So it means there were also maybe uh, because of monsoon rains, the the system, the drain doesn't work. Huh. Uh, yeah. So, well, near the casinos, you couldn't even tell. So, yeah. I don't, I, I felt... I was laughing about the Burning Man because I think it's so stupid. They're like, in a way, uh, rich uh, idiots going in the desert to feel young and taking drugs and dancing around a fucking burning pit. It's <clears throat> it's just I don't get it. It's for me. It's like absurd in a way. I know. And then they're gonna go back to their like desk jobs in new york city and then pretend that they're all in touch with nature or something which is bullshit <laughs> yeah exactly and then in reality they're destroying the nature with the stupid burning man festival you know it's yeah. it's like totally absurd oh yeah and then uh, i read in the morning morning time germany i read about uh the situation with the strike in hollywood that they almost they say today is the day where there will be a deal with the Writers Guild. So, yeah. Yeah, so we will see if it's the day or if it's the day of the total total disaster. I don't know. I mean... Uh, They've been saying that for weeks, though, that they're on the cusp of, like, a resolution, but it hasn't, you know... No, but from last week, Thursday on, every single day, the CEOs of the big companies were in the room yeah it's around us Tesla from Warner Brothers so they were all there and uh, I think they they would not do this if they have further interest not to close the deal I think the pressure is there and they're also aware of uh, if you go too close in the Christmas direction that you will um, they cannot start filming anything well, there's one one person, one company that is filming. Hallmark has decided to go ahead with their Christmas movies by filming them outside of the United States. Yeah, but they're filming them all the time in Canada, right? So historically, like Sean Williams, the Bright Light producer, they doing them eight a year. Um, so they were filming a lot of the Christmas movies in Canada historically. But then they don't have SAG actors, right? So they so they do it always Canadian actors or what? Yeah, they can. They're figuring it out. So I know. But and then they have to sign on that they accept whatever the result of the strike is. So they don't know now what is the minimum fee for a writer for the yeah. or what the yeah. minimum fee is for the for the actors playing, but. I think that is from Hallmark kind of clever because, of course, if they don't shoot it now, they will not have it at Christmas. Yeah. 
Yeah, even for Hallmark movies, let's say they shoot in they shoot three they what about three weeks prep, three weeks shoot, three weeks post. It's nine weeks. So if you don't do this now, you're not done for December. Yeah, they have no more time to to uh, to wait, or they have to you know, all their old shit. They can can repeat it. So uh, yeah, but I think that the pressure is on. And especially now, so what will happen if the, the writers are covered, the strike continues because the actors are still on strike. And from what I know is they didn't have any meetings, like zero meetings hmm. with the producers. So, but with the, if, there would be a good message for everybody. If the writers close the deal, I think the pressure is full on on the actors now to move. And uh, then we will see how fast they can close something, you know. So yeah, we need to get back to normal. That's for sure. Yeah, because it also didn't help me or my film first shift zero. Nope. I thought if I get shot, first shift will get high offers. So every company I showed first shift made me an offer. I didn't show it so far. A lot of companies, like four companies for US. Everybody made an offer, but everybody made not a good offer for me, not something I can now just take. So, and at the same time, uh, we file for that SAG ex ex exemption that we can shoot the film in South Africa, never came. So uh, I cannot say I, I benefit from the strike, zero. Uh, so I really hope that the strike ends fast. Yeah, so, yeah, no, yeah, and then uh, I watched yesterday uh, Donald Trump in a town hall, <laughs> like on, uh, on, uh, on video. And I have to say, you have to give it to him, he appears completely like untamed from what's happening, you know, he, he always comes across like super relaxed. I will win the next election. The election was stolen from me. So he doubles down on all the lies he was indicted for. And it's this kind of, but this guy has like the nerves of a very, very good poker player, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good liar. Yeah, but he also, I think he convinced himself from it. And, and he, he wipes all the indictments off to his fans. They think it's all bullshit. Yeah. I did nothing wrong, but they did everything wrong. So he repeated in that town hall the thing was he said till 10 p.m. on the election night. We were leading everywhere. I was as good as elected. And then out of nowhere, they started saying we need more time, we need to recount, we need to check. And then all of this leads in like 1 a.m. Uh, Biden won. So he thinks in that three hours, they completely faked everything. No, they were they were counting the votes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That is the absurd thing. That is like, like everybody with a little logic mind would say, no, because they were counting the votes. And, and then he said, how can that be that there is for months, the elections for months, there's not an election day that keeps going and going. Okay, first of all, the mail-in votes coming in weeks before 
the election and getting accounted for. But the second thing is that that election took half a year was him with all his lawsuits against individual districts and countings and election machine makers and whatsoever. It's like he and his 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 people were they delayed it. Yeah. In not accepting the results, you know, and it, it's like just totally insane. And uh, yeah, but I mean, DeSantis is completely like off the map almost. Yeah, know? it seems like, like that. Yeah, so I mean, he's like basically toast before he even started. And uh, I don't see another candidate. Uh, I think Trump will be the candidate. Even from jail, he will be the candidate. Yeah, because I think he is going to go to jail. I think that's what's where we're headed. I think logic says we're going. He's going to jail. So. Yeah, but 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 he can still run then. Yeah, but it'll still be the most bizarre event in history. I think. Yeah, but I bet, I bet that is that that, that crazy event will actually still happen. I mean, I'm, I'm I would not bet against it. But they would put him in like a jumpsuit, and then he's doing the TV duel against Joe Biden from the cafeteria in Alcatraz. <laughs> No, but really, you cannot you cannot even shoot Postal Two anymore because you you just have to watch what's actually unfolding. You have it right in front of you. I no, mean, that's true. It can't get any more fucking insane than what's happening right now. <laughs> it's, it's really completely insane. Think about in Italy, the fascist won the election, whatever, right? So, in, in but you see in Europe, like a lot of right wing parties gaining traction, but. Nobody in Europe so far didn't accept that the the accounting, the counting, yeah. right? It was not like oh, she's che- they're cheating, whatever. They always like in whatever country I look, Poland, Germany, whatever. They always accepting that it, that that is the reality. Like okay, they counted the votes, and now we have to live with it. But not in the Donald Trump world. If the if the uh, <laughs> If the reality is not reflecting what he thinks the reality has to be, then, boom, you know. But he's very good in still pointing out all the, the fuck-ups. You know, yeah. he's, look, I was the president. Now I'm not the president anymore. And what is the situation? Ukraine war, more uh, migrants as ever before. China off the rails wants to take Taiwan. Like, whatever. He comes with all the real problems. That is all real, what he says. But it appears like if he would be president, none of this would ever happen. It would be like, out of the blue, China doesn't want Taiwan anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And Putin doesn't invade Ukraine and whatever. You know, he thinks that with the magical Donald Trump touch, you can stop the migration from Latin America. So it's... um, it's it's sensational. It's sensational. It's insane, honestly. Yeah. yeah. But there was not really any figure in history I can see similar to this. Yeah, no, I think this is a very unique situation to be alive in this corner of time in the world while this shit is happening. I I'm I, I have no words. I never imagined that something like this would happen. And I don't think anybody else did, uh, but I don't think that I don't think that it's a um, 
him being targeted by the system. I think that he broke laws and the Republicans being the party of law and order should be all about him facing penalties for his crimes. It's not some fucking conspiracy, you know, like he wants us to believe. And the American public, I feel shame because we should be smarter than to believe this fucking hocus pocus bullshit that he's trying to sell people. I thought they weren't so naive. I guess I was wrong, you know? Yeah. No, it's crazy. And then we'll look this week also like Azerbaijan again, uh, attacked Armenia and took like the, the this Karabakh region away from them. Really? And- yeah, and nobody did anything because I think everybody's too busy now with other stuff and uh, it was just in the news everywhere. And uh, there was that huge massacre on the Armenians from the Turkish and the Azerbaijan, like, uh, I don't know, 100 years ago, whatever, but it was like almost a genocide. So, And now the Armenian territory had on the mountain region, the, the Nagorno-Karabakh region, the Armenians were still there like settlers. And Azerbaijan uh, basically just circled the mountain and took them all out. And now they have the mountains and the Armenians are fleeing away. And that was it. So they took it, they won because they are very strong military. And that was it. And the whole world is just like, okay. So, and (laughs) it's the thing what, you know, what is so pissing me off is this kind of, uh, the double moral we have, you know, and the, the, the moral is on Ukraine, we risk a third world war, but yeah. other things happens left and right, and nobody gives a shit. I mean, <laughs> that is the thing, what I think is a little strange. Yeah. And when, when I saw Zelensky uh, at the UN, I mean, he has a big mouth, right? So, I mean, he's really like commanding everybody around and say, you need to give us this, 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 this. And I mean, it's ridiculous, you know? So, I mean, uh, nobody has to give anything. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm a big fan, as you know, and you too, like we for over a year, we say uh, we need... uh, peace we need yeah. that they make a deal even if you have of course to give putin something for it that whole idea of the whole world or at least germany and and us and the, and the, the big countries is we flooding the ukraine with weapons they fighting against russia and russia at one point will be tired of the war and they walk away from the war and that is not happening. And that is, it's, there's a simple reason why it cannot happen is because of the Krim. It's the only harbor they have. All their warships, all their ships for, are on Ukrainian territory on that half island Krim forever. Like that was always the harbor of the Russian uh, 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 Marine because there is no other access to the ocean. So if, if the Krim is gone, uh, the Russian flood is gone, senseless. Like there's no more 
home for, for the ships. So, and that is the reason, of course, Putin cannot give up on the Krim. So it means like he cannot just walk away. It's not something like US invades Iraq and then walks away because it's fucking bullshit. You know, so that is easy because who gives a shit, you know? So there is nothing from the US what should be defended in Iraq in the two total census Iraq wars they did. But the, in the Ukraine, the Russians cannot retreat because of the Black Sea uh, uh, fleet. So, yeah. And that's what I don't get, why they don't get that. Why, why I'm sitting here saying it and all the politics are not getting it that uh, that put it's a no goal for Putin is impossible. So it means you need to try to uh, discuss it out, or you have more and more people dying and dying and dying, um, more destruction, and Ukraine already is completely bankrupt. They're living only from money and weapons from the West. Yeah, not so, all the money that it takes to fund it. Jesus. Yes, he was just in that Trudeau in Canada. Trudeau gave him 420 million. Biden gave him another few billions. Then, uh, then uh, he has uh, now Germany gave him uh, another 630 million. I mean, he's going making his rounds and gets the money and the weapons. But how long? For how long? Do we really want to do that the next 10 years? Or, I mean, uh, in you the know. next 10 years, you really think it would go on for that long? No, but I mean, I, I don't see now also, it's not that there is a war now going see like a, a private Ryan or something. It's like a little here, a little there. Ongoing battle. Yeah. It, it's like shooting some records here, dr drone attack here, then they have a little shootout there. But it's not a, a war where it's similar to the Afghanistan war. You know, where where you had like days and weeks with nothing really happening. And then there were a little attack here, a little attack there. And but overall, it's an ongoing war. What costs every day right now, I think the death toll is three to five people a day. So that is low. Right. So and uh, that can go on forever. Yeah. Yeah, I, you I think so. Yeah. If we don't do something. If, if nobody's doing something. But it's, of course, uh, always uh, uh, the chance that it totally escalates up, you know. And, of course, it's also this kind of like everybody says we are not part of the war, but we're living from Putin's interpretation of it. You know, like, think about it. If Ukraine has absolutely no more money or no more weapons, means everything they have comes from us. So yeah. why we are then not part of a third world war? I mean, right now, it's, it, the only reason we're not is that Putin prefers also to keep the NATO out and to keep us out because he's also not completely crazy. He knows he's dead too. You know, so and that is the thing why why Putin keeps it together. But overall, Putin has all reasons to say we are in the Third World War. The only difference is that the only soldiers on the ground are from Ukraine. But mm -hmm. overall, everybody's full on in the war because we give them all the weapons. So 
you know i mean it's it's just a total pissing me off situation and uh we don't have the right answers to to uh, finish that and for this that is the one thing i liked trump's policies he was in the middle east not somebody like what biden what clinton did he was not eager in the middle east to have a war yeah anyway and he was also uh, uh like and also what he's doing now is he said if i would be president i would make that craziness stop i would make that war stop and i believe that he would try it at least and i don't see in biden anything tr even trying it no no yeah. he just to give more weapons to the ukrainians yeah, it's a tough, this is a tough situation to be in because I don't necessarily agree with everything that Biden has done, yet I am still going to just on principle alone. So, yeah, it's it's tough to defend um, the indefensible, you know. No, yeah, that is the thing. I mean, if I have to pick Biden or Trump, you have to vote for Biden because the risk is way too high that Trump goes completely full on fascist off the rails. I just wish that Biden was doing a better job so it wouldn't feel so like wishy-washy with me voting for Biden. But I would never vote for Trump, so I'm for Biden, but yeah. And um, what do you think about Russell Brand? The you know, I saw that he made an announcement about... like um, the media misinterpreting his words and trying to lead a false narrative about him. And I, I agree with what he's saying because I think that the media is primarily about ad hits, getting you know revenue from all of the pop-ups. So they want you to argue. They want you to come back to the page and write in the comments and the, the arguments that these tabloids, that's essentially what they are, cause um get them lots of money uh and you know i i he hangs out with david lynch i think he's a cool guy <laughs> i i i i'm before this shit came out now uh what i felt always when i saw him at bill mayer and stuff like this or in his videos he can talk like a book that was always the thing what was fascinating for me. If he was in talk shows, he was so articulate, you know, like there was no uh, whatever, like he, he talked like he's reading it all from a teleprompter, but he did. Very smart man. Very smart, smart. And 80% of his uh, or 70% of whatever he says, I completely agree. Because a lot of things he came out with corruption, he, he you know, like he he uh, blamed the West for all the wrongdoings and corruption and everything what the West is doing. And uh, I, I think uh, from this political angle, what he did for years now, um, I admired him and I think uh, he was dead on. I also think in just looking at him is... I can't imagine that he is kind of crazy and that he is kind of totally demanding in relationships and that he is, as he said, he was super promiscuous and fucked around like everybody you could get. 
for years to come. And the question is now, are they doing it how he tries to imply here to damage him because he's a political threat? And so they want to take him off the map, make him shut up about all the the political mistakes the Britons are doing and the Americans are doing and so on. What what you know, I mean, he tries to play that card, you know. But when I overall look at his past and even Katy Perry said in the marriage, he was very, um, yeah, demanding, kind of like controlling her. I don't know. You know, maybe he did it. Maybe, maybe. But, but the point is, of course, you cannot prejudge him. Yeah. Just say he is a totally fucking pig, whatever. That, that you cannot do that. That is that is ridiculous. You know. But on the other hand. Um, it's the same thing we had so many times, right? That woman coming years and years later out with it. You know, this kind of like, I mean, if you get fucking raped, why you wait 10 years till a reporter call you to do something? I mean, that is the thing what, what we had so many times in the past that the, the, the accusers coming out so late you know, and all of them so late and not like, okay, one woman says he raped me last week. I went to the police. I went to the hospital. I mean, you know, to have that right smoking gun with DNA evidence with like this kind of stuff that would make things easier. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times they came after people a long time after they lost their power, like Weinstein, you know, when he was not the biggest Hollywood shot anymore, they killed him, basically. And as, as long he got every year the best picture Oscar, uh, there were only rumors, but nobody went to the Jaguar to, to him. And now with Russell Brand, he, he, he gained traction. He has millions and millions of followers for his political, um, a lot of times, conspiracy theories, right? But they are not like bullshit conspiracy theories they were all based on a lot of facts you know he was not like the guy who said we got chipped by bill gates at the coronavirus maybe he said it i don't know but i never heard him saying this but he uh pointed out a lot of scandals who who actually were scandals so now yeah it's not an easy situation but Definitely, it is uh, a strange, a strange situation. I'm really in between the chairs here. I don't know what to say. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on this one, and we'll talk about it in future episodes as it unfolds. Yeah, absolutely. And for our good, for our good feelings, I have who pollutes the world the most. So, what country? has the biggest CO2 emissions. What, what is your guess? It is China. Yes. One third of the world pollution alone comes from China on position one with 33%. The USA is on position two with 2.5%. Then India, Russia, Japan, Iran, Germany, Saudi Arabia, Indonesia, and then South Korea. And it's interesting with what? So South Korea is on position 10 
because they do a lot, a lot of uh, cement. The cement production is the biggest problem they have. Indonesia is they burn and cut their forests. That is their reason. Saudi Arabia, oh, what a big surprise. It's the oil. Oh, boy. Yeah. Germany is mostly for to create energy. Uh, and because Germany has one third still coal mining, what is people think it's crazy, what the Germany has still coal mining. But for me as a German, it's not at all surprising because we switch off. We have no more gas because of the war and we have no nuclear plants anymore. We shut them all down. So now coal mining, like coal industry is still big in Germany based on we cannot replace it fast enough with wind and and solar. And the Iran, Iran is oil, of course, too. And the Iranians are also producing cement a lot. And uh, Japan went downhill because they have more and more now again nuclear plants after Fukushima. They went more up another stuff and then now uh, they did a lot with uh, nuclear plants again, but they getting a lot of energy from thermic, like the, 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 the water power. So that helps them in the industry. And of course, uh, Russia is uh, fossil like gas and oil endlessly. And India is just so many people, they use so much energy. There's no no chance to not use all that energy with like 1.4 billion uh, people, you know. So, and in the US, it's mostly the industry, similar, similar to China. Tja, that about this part. Joe, what else we have? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've been watching a lot of horror movies getting ready for October. The Nun? You watched The Nun too? No, I didn't. I saw a couple older ones. I saw like Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, 3, and The Next Generation. Ah, okay. And how was it? Well, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is a classic, awesome comedy. Lots of gore. Um... Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, they, I guess the MPAA, they had to submit that film to them 11 times because they, it kept getting an X rating. That was the last film to receive the X rating uh, before they created NC-17. And uh, Texas Chainsaw Next Generation, Leatherface is having a identity crisis and dresses like a woman. It's sort of like Rocky Horror Picture Show meets Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> And it has Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger in it. <laughs> At that point, they they played still in the in horror films. So I well, the, they they did it straight out of college, and the movie screened and sat on the shelf for like years until their careers took off, and then they released it after he did Contact. <laughs> I watched the Teenage Mutant Ninjas with Walter. It was. Okay, it was fun. And then I watched Pig with Nicolas Cage. Oh. It was a good film. Uh, a strange film where he's that, that truffle guy and his pig, his truffle pig gets kidnapped and he's looking for his pig. And uh, 
it's a good film. It's a strange film, but one of the better um, Nicolas Cage films. And then did you ever watch Babylon with Brad? Yeah. No, I skipped that one, but I know that movie lost a ton of money. Yeah, and it's strange because so I it was on TV yesterday, so I switched it on, and um, I was very very surprised. I watched only twenty five minutes, but it's extremely uh, R rated. I mean, you have, we have on basically the first twenty five minutes is an orgy with everybody naked, like the uh, who played Barbie again. Uh, Margot Robbie, so she's not totally naked, but I mean, it's ridiculous what's going up there. Like mm. a woman gets fucked with a champagne bottle. Like in Barbie, like in the, like kind of a mainstream $150 million film, you see where the money went when you watch it. It's like all the costumes and the craziness plays in Hollywood in the 1920s, right? So where there were no rules and was kind of crazy. So interesting. And, uh, and what do you think about that? The Expendables four totally tanked. Yeah, I'm going to see it like in a couple of days, and I'm not surprised that it bombed. Honestly, why? It's like overdone. Like mm, it is overdone, but every movie before this introduced like a new retro action hero. Part two had Chuck Norris and Van Damme added. Part three had. Um, I think Kelsey Grammer and some other fucking people, even though I don't see Kelsey Grammer as an action star. But um, this one doesn't have any retro action stars in it, and Stallone is only in it for like 10 minutes. Ah, okay. I didn't know that. I thought he's the lead. Yeah, he's only a cameo now. The The lead is more Statham this time. But was it not also what, what is for me surprising is did not Dolph Lundgren died before in Expendables. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's just back. Maybe they, that's the joke. I don't know. But he is back. He's the gunner, right? He was the yeah. gunner. So, and I think he died in a in one. But, I mean, I have no clue. But uh, Yeah, part three was kind of a blur. Maybe he died in part three. Part three had Wesley Snipes. Yes. Yes, and he's not there anymore, so... Uh, because he played the bad guy, right? No, he was one of the good guys. Ah, okay. Now, yeah, yeah. It, it's just like they cut the budget and like they took too long to come out with the sequel and there's no real edge to the film. Like, I don't know. They should have brought Wesley Snipes back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to shoot with Wesley Snipes, so I don't know what's happening to Wesley Snipes, but he also never answered my my offer because of the strike. So Yeah. Well, we'll hope and see. Let's fingers crossed, you know. Yeah. Okie dokie. That was it for today. And then uh, I keep you informed about all the first shift news. And uh, let's hope the strike ends soon. Yes. And everybody, if you listen, if you speak German, listen to Uva Ball's other podcast, Ball. <laughs> right? It was a test. I think it's too boring to do it alone. I'm already thinking I cancel it. Because okay, well, check it out anyway. Maybe yeah, it's stay. easier to talk with too. Like since Paul Blasberg is basically gone, and we do only one every four or five weeks, it's we both. But it's it's you know it's so much easier what we do. We just talk, and you know, and and uh, if you do it all alone, it's so much harder. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, just uh, follow us on Twitter and yeah. uh, be sure to share this show 
Because if you love what you're hearing, if you love this show, if you want to support this show, you're going to share it on your social media. You're going to go, mom, dad, check out this fucking awesome podcast. And they're going to listen and you're going to spread the love, right? So be sure to tune in next time to Uva Ball Raw USA and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.